All right, we're back. We're going to do Region 4. Um, we'll start with uh, Pittsburgh, the Gamblers, going up against the Making Gorillas. So Pittsburgh, uh, Gamblers 2, Christopher Betts, 25 points a game. They're the number three seed, 140 strength of schedule. Uh, Pittsburgh is just uh, – you got Coach Pete. They're number one in true shooting percentage margin, number six in rebounding margin, number six in blocks, number five in opposing points, number – Five in opposing free throws, number six in true shooting percentage, uh, and number two in opposing true shooting percentage. So this team, obviously not a great strength of schedule, but, you know, they've only lost one game all year. And going up against Macon, Macon is uh, not top ten in any statistical category, but you can't sleep on them, obviously. They have some players that can play. Demetrius Hartman, Christian Van Vakren, um, Rayshung Herring is a – it's a big man that um, can play too. What do you see in this matchup? So I look at Pittsburgh, man. This Christopher Betts kid came out of nowhere. He's their top scorer, 25 yeah. game. He was on the bench last year for a team that was in the PTT. And yeah. suddenly they roll over a season, they give him the start, and this team is flying into the NTT. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like you want to give this kid all the credit. Now he doesn't do too much on defense. He doesn't really pass the ball around much, but he just hits everything. True shooting percentage. Are you ready for it? 69.5. He's on fire. I mean, you really can't stop this kid. So um, that's what Pittsburgh is built around. Yeah. And I mean, it really helps when you get a freshman like Sean Kenny. I mean, that guy, that guy's a really big beast. Uh, he's talented. Yeah. Um, we wanted him. Uh, but he wants oh. to more. So, uh, but that, that, that guy's really good, and he helped their team a lot. So let's look at the 8-9 matchup. We got Greensboro, the Grasshoppers, um, going up against Louisville Targaryens. Uh, so Greensboro, uh, number 30, but not top 10 in any statistical category. Uh, Louisville, um, they're number four in steals. They're number um, – yeah, just number four and six, and that's it. For them. You look at the Targaryens, um, you know, you, you got to wonder how many dragons do they have? Um, <laughs> are they going to pull them out? Are they, are they little dragons? Are they big dragons? Um, when are they going to yell Dracarys? <laughs> They're going to need dragons. Caleb Sampson is the number two scorer in the land for Greensboro, 34 yeah. points points a game as point guard uh, as a senior that's what you need especially when games are close and and this looks like the kind of game that will come down to the wire you want the ball in Caleb's hands it's no question about it mm -hmm. yeah yeah I like Greensboro in this one too um, they look really good Harrisburg number 15 team overall 15 and 3 125 strength of schedule obviously you got Devontae Eddie that's their guy um, they're the four seed going up against the third seed 13 seed Brunswick surcharge out of conference one. They won their conference 13-0, but struggled out of conference. Um, you know, they, they got a lot of players that can score. They, they've tried a lot of different lineups. Um, I guess we'll see, you know, are they going to – I mean, they ended out well, but they just didn't play the toughest strength of schedule. I think they're going to struggle with Harrisburg, who um, – Harrisburg is number two in offensive rebounds. And number five in rebounding margin. Yeah. Brunswick yeah. is number one in, a, in defensive points allowed, number 10 in opposing three points allowed, 
and number seven in opposing true shooting percentage. With a Kevin Apps team, uh, you always expect to have great rebounding and great depth, and this is no the, there's no exceptions here. Harrisburg is elite in the front. It, you know, you don't see an all-star when you look at their front court guys, but they're always plus 10 in rebounding. They always keep their turnovers down, and they always have somebody out there who can score the ball when nobody else can. Um, it, it's just a really consistent game plan that this team puts out, and I love it. I, I, I'm always in favor of Harrisburg, and, and Kevin Apps knows how to go deep in tournaments. Yeah, Gilly's a really great player. I really like Gilly. Yes. Um, for a big man, yeah. So next up, we have Yuma, favorite deputy. Um, I actually had a chance to talk to Coach after um, after after his game, and here's what he had to say. Hey, Coach, this is uh, Coach Cheese from here in Yuma. Thanks for having me on. Just wanted to uh, give you a quick reaction from tonight. Uh, we just got back from our conference championship game uh, in the tournament. Unfortunately, we lost to Albuquerque tonight by one point on a heartbreaking loss. Um, but we still ended up with the five seed in Region 4, so we're excited to go back to the NTT. Um, looking at Region 4, uh, it could be a pretty competitive region. Uh, we have Miami in the first round. Haven't followed this team super closely um, throughout the season. Um, but I think they could be uh, a little better than what their strength of schedule would indicate. Um, they haven't played a ton of good teams, but they hung with Lansing, uh, stayed within 10, and then lost to New Orleans twice by four points and six points tonight. So uh, I think this team is uh, the kind of group that can hang with uh, a really good squad, um, and we definitely don't want to overlook them. Um, the one thing I do like is I like our matchups heading into this game. Um, they get most of their points from their point guard and center, who we've got some pretty good defenders. So I'm um, going to take a little deeper look and hopefully make a run here. Uh, if we stay alive long enough, we could play um, some team from Nashville. So uh, that'd be a fun matchup. We'll see if it happens. Uh, good luck to you guys and good luck to everybody else in the NTP. Uh, we're excited. All right. What did you think of what Coach Cheese had to say? I love that he's an optimist. He kind of wanted to look past Miami and talk about a game against Nashville. That's great. You need to be confident in your team. But, ooh, he thinks he has defenders ready for, for Tarek Nelson, Miami's all-star point guard, and Peter Holmes, their elite center. I don't think they do. And we'll have to see how it plays on the court. But I, I think he's up against a, a real tough matchup to start this tournament. Yeah, Miami is number five in free throws attempted. Um, obviously, they play one of the worst conference schedules, in, they, one of the worst strength of schedules in the NTT, 246. Um, so it's really bad. But number five in true shooting percentage, number 10 in true shooting margin, uh, number three in rebounding margin, number seven in assists, number eight in points. Uh, so this team, Yuma's not top 10 in any statistical category, but they play a much tougher schedule. So. I hear that, but I look at uh, Miami, and in the three tough games they had, they, they did lose three games against top 20 teams, but all three games were within 10 points. Yeah. They're not going to get blown out, and they're going to be close. And if Tarek Nelson has the ball at the end, again, we talk about these point guards who fill up the net. He's 31 points a game, 62 true shooting percentage. I hope Yuma's defense is ready. Yeah. I mean, they do have some good defenders. I mean, Hugo Felix, I like him at the big man, and they really rely on Camden Cathy. Um, so, I mean, 
yeah, we'll see what happens. He's the one that's going to have to carry them though, if they want to, if they want to, if they want to move forward. Uh, I do like, I do like up and down uh, Miami's lineup. Peter Holmes is a great big man. Uh, Mario Evans is a great pass first type of guy that can defend well. Um, the only thing is you want to take advantage of, uh, you want to take advantage of Cannon Capti's uh, defense, but we'll see. Uh, all right, let's move on. Next matchup. Um, yeah, we got myself, the Nashville Syrup, number six team overall, number two strength of schedule. Obviously, we're led by Gilman. Yeah. Uh, River Smith's pretty solid, too. I really like him a lot. Uh, going up against Boca Rotan. Uh, 13 and five. They won their conference 13 tournament. Uh, very, very bad strength of schedule. Um, but they made their first ever NTT title. So congratulations. Um, that's great. You guys killed Athens to make it. So good for you guys. Um, yeah, we'll be ready for you. I think uh, I'm, I'm excited for our game. Uh, you look at you look at Nashville. We are number three in assist. We are number ten in turnovers. Number one in points. And number one in three points attempted. So, uh, Boca Rotan is not top ten in any statistical category. Yeah, they spread the ball around a lot. They get everyone involved. An elite senior class, actually, top ten ranked, and all three of them are starting, including their center Gabriel Snyder, fourteen points, nine rebounds, uh, almost two blocks a game. They got decent guys. I just they don't have the depth, and and they're kind of undersized. I feel. I feel like I got to give it to you and, and Nashville. This looks like a chance for your team to build some momentum for the tougher games that are going to come up later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's look at the next matchup. We're looking at the seven ten matchup. We have, um, we have the pit, uh, Billings, I think. Yeah. Billings. Yeah. Billings, Aberdeen. Um, so Billings, the Witherstorm, Willa Trillion, uh, 26 rank, 10th strength, strength of schedule, pretty balanced team overall. Have a lot of players that can um, do a lot of things. Uh, going, yeah, going up against Aberdeen, who, um, yeah, Bailey White is their is their guy. Billings is the number seven team in offensive rebounds and the number nine team in three points attempted, whereas Aberdeen is the number 10 team in offensive rebounds nine team in blocks, nine team in points, number one team in free throws attempted. So they're going to the line, going to the line a lot. They're going to get, try and get these guys in foul trouble um, and see what they can do. Do they have the depth to hold up? Um, what do you see in this matchup? So Aberdeen, that's Coach Naftali. Um, he booked himself a nice uh, preseason and a nice first week of the regular season. Uh, they they lost kind of big to New Orleans at number 17, but then they won big 20-point win over Santa Ana, who's a yeah. uh, top 16 team. After that, everything's been downhill just because they don't have much of a conference that they play in, so you don't learn anything from that. Um, if you're only looking at that first week, you see that they are NTT caliber. They belong playing against top 20 teams, so they're where they should be. But it's hard to trust the statistics. Bailey White, great. He gets 25 points a game, but he's doing it against kind of some trash. Yeah. Um, Dylan Larson, Adam Napolitano, and Tanner Strickler, they got three seniors starting in the front court. Very productive guys. Um, but, again, they haven't always played against tough competition. So what happens when you play against Billings, who 
always plays against high level of competition. Mm -hmm. I mean, they run through a conference schedule that gives them the number 17 team, uh, sorry, the number seven team three times this season. Yeah. So they're, they're about now they got stomped every time they went up against number seven. No, they actually beat them the first time. Oh, you're right. My God. So they got stomped later on, but they beat them by 10 early on. Yeah. So they've struggled. They've struggled against the NTT teams. They, yeah, they kind of come and go. Do you want to go with senior leadership here? What's, what's going to make the difference in this game then? Two teams who don't, uh, who don't really have a resume that you want to rely on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if Bailey White can get hot from three, I really like their chances. I love the shooting guard attack in that zone um, that they have. But I just think Billings is too tested. They know what they're doing. They know how to play. And uh, I got Billings in this one. I'll agree with um, that. So let's go with the number three seed. We got Del Mar the Thunder, uh, led by Brian Hernandez, the senior point guard. I mean, he was a big recruit coming out. They're out of Conference 28. They won everything. Uh, going up against Sioux City, the Slickers, coached by Andy 31. Andy's a good coach. They have a balanced team. You look at, uh, yeah, you look at Del Mar. Um, they're number three in turnovers, and they're number six in points. Uh, but I'm worried about that strength of schedule. Even though they're 17-1, and one, I'm worried about that strength of schedule. You look at their opponent, uh, the Sioux City uh, Slickers, they're in top 10 in any statistical category. What do you see in this matchup? I always want to go and see what they've done against other top teams. And again, Del Mar hasn't quite done it against other top teams. Sioux City hasn't really had a chance to prove them against top teams. We got a couple of teams who have been playing RTT level schedules and now they're coming to the NTT. Um, that makes this game a little bit of a toss up in my mind. Sioux City gets to rely on their seniors. Mitchell Bell is a point guard who shoots okay, handles the ball okay. And then they have center Kevin McNeil, 15 points, eight rebounds, uh, almost two blocks. Yeah. I, I, I got to, pick chalk and just let Del Mar go with it. Uh, it's hard to take it. But, but you're right. Brian Hernandez is going to be the best player on the floor, right? It's hard to pick Sioux City when they struggle so much against anyone that has a pulse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but it's yeah. like they have, they have one win over a top 100 team. Like, and they have a, they, they've lost a couple games that it's like, what happened there? You know. And they're playing around with their coaching settings, and none of them have really seemed to click into uh, success. So I, I'm not sure they know what their optimal is right now. All right. I love this 6-11 matchup. we got the Akala Opossum coached by Subpar Stash yeah. against Tempe Myth and obviously James Jones. Uh, you know, Coach Gadfly is going to move James Jones wherever he needs to. Uh, he's going to try and find that weakness, and he's going to go after it. And that's it's just how he plays. That's what he's going to do. Uh, I'm, I mean, and then you look at you look at Ocala, and it's Seth Rea, and it's Cameron Richardson. Those yeah. are their guys, and they're going to roll with their boys and see what they can do. Ocala is the number six team in defensive points allowed, and the number nine team in offensive opposing true shooting percentage. Uh, Tempe, on the other hand, is um not top 10 in any statistical category but you know you always got worried when you have james jones and benjamin ellison and uh i mean you know he's got a good team and you know they'll be ready for this game 
Yeah, so James Jones and Tempe is is you want that to be the whole story, right? He's def- definitely going to be the most talented player on the floor. There's really nobody. You Seth Reyes scores points, but James Jones is eternal, right? He can do everything on the court, and he does it down low. He can split out wide. I Ocala is a well coached team. They they run through the fire every year. They have huge height. Just just a really impressive lineup they put out there. But I'm never going to bet bet against Tempe. And I'm never gonna bet against James Jones. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I I mean, man, it's tough. I go back and forth, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go with O'Collin this one. I think I like their defense. I like how they play. Um, and you know, James Jones, he in his three years, he has struggled. He hasn't made it out of the second round. So um, we'll see. We'll see if he can he can take carry him on his back. This is his last chance. So I hope he shows up. Um, looking at this bracket overall, um, who do you like? I think, I think, uh, Nashville takes Tempe to, to get rid of the bottom half of the bracket. And then I think Harrisburg comes, boy, I'm, I'm tossed between the Yuma Miami winner against Harrisburg. And I've been tossing that one back and forth in my head because I still think Miami comes out of that. And then Miami plays a big game, and they go up against Harrisburg. That's a big team. God, I'm still a coin toss on that. And and I'll say Harrisburg just because they're the higher seed, and and you don't want to stick your foot in your mouth with a 12 seed going all the way. But uh, Harrisburg, Miami, I'll make it Harrisburg against Nashville in the Final Four in the in the Elite Eight game. Uh, what do you see getting to the Elite Eight? Yeah, um, I like Ocala moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Going up against us in the top half, I like, I like, uh, I like Yuma and um, Greensboro uh, to make it there. I, I got Greensboro with the second round upset over uh, Pittsburgh, sure. and then uh, yeah, I, I'm I believe in my boys. I think we can beat Ocala. I think Ocala is really good, really great defensively. Um, but I'm gonna take us over, over uh, Yuma in the championship. Or in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four. Who do you got in the Final Four? Yeah, I got to pick your team. Um, as much as Harrisburg is, is a wonderful team, always competes and, and has a real system in place, I don't think that stops uh, Nashville, especially when they bring uh, Edward Aylman on into the court. Uh, I don't think he gets stopped when it comes to big games. I will say they killed us in our only matchup earlier this year. We ran a scrimmage. Uh, I think, let's see, we lost, uh, we lost to Harrisburg in, in the exhibition. Um, yeah, yeah, they ran it up big, on you. I saw that. Big. But you were playing a weird system then, and, and that's why yeah. I ignored it. I don't know why you were playing slow, but it didn't work. I don't know either. I shouldn't have been doing that. But I, uh, I ran a scrimmage right after I wanted to try man, and I think I beat him by like 40. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Done with that experiment. I'm glad um, you figured that out. Yeah, this is this is Ailman's senior year. I really, I mean, I really want him to. I really, I, I really believe in him. He's he's been waiting so long for this, and um, yeah, I like our chances. So, all right, um, any players to watch in this region? We're going to talk about James Jones. We got to talk about Seth Rea. I mean, there's some really good ones. You got um, Caleb Sampson, number two scorer in the league. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you got, uh, I love Brian Hernandez. I love Edward Ailman, River Smith, and uh, Andre Wilmot for me. 
Um, and if Yuma does come out, like you said, it's Camden Cathy, their small forward, that makes it happen. Devontae Eddy, oh, that guy can play too. I love Devontae Eddy and Ford Thomas, that duo. And then Christopher Beth. I mean, have you ever seen a guy just explode as a sophomore that much? I mean, I guess I have seen it a couple times, but it's really, it's really cool to see um, when he – And changing the, the whole makeup and prospects of his team. He, he really put them on his back. Yeah, who knows where this team was a year ago. And, you know, he's, right. he's just really uh, – he's really stepped up, and I love the role he's taken. So, all right, that's Region 4. We will be back next with uh, Region 3.